Welcome to episode 2, season 2 of Transition Podcast, and I'm your host, Norma. Um, So how have you guys been? How's your week been? How's your day been? And for those of you asking how my birthday was, my birthday was great. Um, It was, you know, lots of surprises um, and, you know, love, love, love surrounded me all through that day. And for everyone who made that day special with calls those that sang for me and just i love you i thank you you know you are special special people and i'm grateful to god for each and every one of you in my life um so thank you so yeah so today i have a lot i want to talk about like a lot right so last night i was on the phone with um a dear friend and um, we were on the phone for like well she called internationally and we were on the phone for like two hours we haven't spoken in a long long while and we were just catching up and um so i have a lot to talk about so i hope like you guys have have my time <laughs> as they say in nigeria i hope you have my time because i'm here to dish the goods um so today's episode i've titled it social media palava right um just a lot has been going on and um i really want to get into it you know my opinion on some of the issues that have trended on social media in the past few days and also just my thoughts on this social media of a thing i mean i've talked about it in um yeah season one one of the episodes i think I can't remember the title now, but I talked about it. I do remember that just saying how I'm very wary of social media and, you know, certain things that go on and I'm just always careful. And I think I was also saying to you guys listening to also be careful. And so, um, yeah, so I have a lot to talk about in terms of what's been going on there. Before I get into that, I remember in my last um, episode, like the first one for season two, whoop, whoop, I still can't believe this is like season two. Like I feel like Oprah Winfrey right now. Um, (laughs) So um, one of the things I talked about when I talked about one of the Bible verses that helped me get over the fear of getting older, which I shared, I also shared a Bible verse that um helped me get over my fear of like sleeping in the dark and and being alone in the dark and all of that but i couldn't remember exactly where that was in the bible and um as uh, someone who likes to keep her promises or at least i do try to keep my word i said i was going to look for it and then i was going to share it so i did find it praise god i found it so a little bit of church before we get into the the main you know thing for today um so that verse is taken from psalm 139 verse 12 and i'm going to read from the nlt version because that's the version i have all right so it might be differently in yours when you get the chance to read it so it says but even in darkness i cannot hide from you to you the night shines as bright as day darkness and light are both alike to you so that was the verse that just liberated me like no fears of the dark anymore so i wanted to share that with you in case you have a little one who's afraid of the dark in case you are afraid of the dark you know i understand i've been there Uh, this is another wonderful scripture to meditate on right so um 
I hope you're ready because it's time to chat. Okay, so yeah, so today we're talking about social media palava. Um, so before I get into it, I just want to ask a question. How do you settle family disputes? Like how do you, when you're having issues with a sibling, with a father, with a mother, um, or, you know, with your spouse, how, how do you set, settle those things? I mean, how do you settle issues with your friends, with your um, partners, romantic partners, business partners? How do you settle those things? Do you talk about it? Do you avoid it? Or do you go on social media and just tell the world about it? Because that seems to be the thing now. I'm not, I mean, just how do you, I'm not saying you do that because it's the thing now, but I'm just saying it does seem to be the thing now, all right? Everyone, almost everyone just takes their business to social media, like almost everyone. It's like, if, if it's not on social media, then it's not serious. It has to be on social media for it to be like, this is a serious issue. And this, I'm talking about this in particularly today because of the Kirk Franklin saga. Now, first of all, I love Kirk Franklin, right? I have been listening to him since I was a teenager. I can't really say how I got into Kirk Franklin. I don't know if it was like my sister. And then, you know, I started listening to him, but I think I, I, I think I'm actually more of a fan right now than she is, to be honest. Um, then when, you know, CDs were the thing, I bought all his CDs. Um, and I won't reveal my, you know, I, won't, I was going to actually say something. I was like, no, I'm not ready to say exactly how old I am, <laughs> you know. But yeah, you know, when CDs were the thing, I was getting all the CDs and stuff. And um I've just always loved him. His songs have always been uplifting. His songs are fun. Like, I like to dance. I mean, I cannot dance to save your life. So don't, like, think I'm that good of a dancer. But, you know, when I hear a good beat, I like to, like, move around, you know. And his songs are always, most of his songs are quite, like, upbeat. And, you know, you're just dancing and feeling feeling the vibes, as they say. So I really love him and love his music. And so when this came out... um, last week i was quite heartbroken and quite disappointed not with him but with his son um so just a little bit of background story i mean if you're really interested in the details it's on the internet i mean he's it's still people are still talking about it and he's he's giving interviews and all of that so you can catch up on the whole gist of it but basically he got into an argument with his son and um until they were on the phone and so the son actually recorded their conversation where kirk franklin you know world-renowned gospel singer man of god and all of that is basically letting it loose on the phone he's not cussing or swearing as far as i mean what i've read of this because i haven't actually listened to the clip but from what i've read the transcript of the conversation but you know but he's you know throwing the whole i'm gonna whoop your ass and things like that and um so he was really upset we don't know what the son said what his son said to get him that aggravated the son was you know clever enough to remove that part and just started recording from the point where he's he has lost it and i mean if we want to be honest um we have all lost it at some point i mean some of us have lost it and if we're not really prone to confrontation and conflict we have probably maybe 
punched a wall <laughs> or something, or you know, maybe we've even punched someone in the process. It's not it's not moments that we're proud of, but you know, we're human and you know, sometimes people do things and say things that just get us really heated and we 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 may not be physical we may just be verbally say something that we wish we just never did um which is kirk franklin's case um now i need to say this i need to say that so this son is actually 33 years old so we're not talking about a baby we're not talking about you know someone in their teens or a minor we're talking about a full-grown man i mean you don't get more full-grown than 33 right so even he even kick franklin saying oh i'm gonna whoop your ass and things like that i mean if you're talking to a 33 year old man and who is your son clearly you know that in my opinion i could be wrong but clearly you know you can't really do that but you know it's what you're saying because of what i believe you think is your your authority over that person you know this is my son and so you know you better get get right or get hit type of thing but i don't really think like he had in mind to do that now what i don't like about this whole thing is that it was recorded obviously and it was put in public space and so you have you know the very sanctimonious holy people who never lose their temper and never lose their cool and never have an imperfect moment going all oh he's so abusive and you know you never you know just talking and talking all that stuff and i was just really um just really upset about it to be honest but and i know that i really like Rick franklin i know that his ministry has been such a blessing to my life but it wasn't just that that got me upset that it was about him it was also that this is a private family matter why put it out there explain this to me you know what is our business with this conversation except that you want to embarrass this man you want to rubbish what he has spent years building his name his ministry his brand you know because later on the son comes out to say oh um i didn't do this because i'm trying to you know i can't remember how he put it but basically like oh my intention was not to hurt my father and i'm like really really so what was your intention like what is our business with this if it's not that you just want to show this man like i'm going to hit you where it hurts you and it hurts you because of what people think what you what you want to correct you know like this is what people think about you but now i'm going to tell them about yourself um and it's just a moment you just caught a moment of weakness as far as i'm concerned i mean I don't know. I'm not God. I wasn't there. I mean, something else could come out and I'll be like, oh my gosh, Craig Franklin, you really are like that. But so far, I'm just like, this was so unnecessary. And it just got me thinking of so many other very private, personal matters that people have brought to the social media space. And we all feast on it as messy as it is, because I know I do. Sometime last year, there was there were these two slay queens as we call them you know um here in nigeria who were on twitter going back and forth over an alleged um nollywood actor um and all the whole over i've had him first and you know sloppy seconds and they were just going back and forth and and i'm just like oh my goodness like why like why are you doing this what you what is this about you know i don't i don't get why people do that and i you know i don't get it i don't get why people take very private issues very personal things 
and then put it out in social media space like what is the what is your thoughts like what does that do for you you know because you just want to you know there's this um phrase people say oh you want to get dragged or you want the person to get dragged so except that like you just want us to have somebody that we're dragging along with you because the ironic thing about getting such issues on social media is that people are just going to jump and take someone's side right we, we may not even know all the details of the thing like the, the case in point kirk franklin and his son um carry on we don't know the details you know it was after the recording came out you know we started getting details it was actually like a three-way conversation there's a family therapist that got involved at the end of that conversation but of course carrion was very smart he didn't need that part so he didn't record that part apparently carrion is a very troubled young man allegedly you know so we don't we didn't get all this but you already you had people jumping and you know throwing stones and dragging kirk and saying you know you're this and you're that and that's the thing you know you we don't get we don't know the details of this thing someone just the first person that cri that cries wolf as they say that's who everybody just runs to and everybody's like yes she's the victim he's the victim the other day i was on an instagram or so just scrolling through and then there was someone who was apologizing i can't remember the names um and maybe it's even good i don't remember the names because i don't want any kind of legal issues but basically there was this lady who was um apologizing publicly someone Okay, backstory. So someone had sent her a screenshot of conversations she had with a young man. And so this person who sent... Is this confusing? Okay, let me just give them names. Okay, or well, they are the real names. So let's say we have um, Alex, who is the young man. We have Hannah. And then we have Jules. All right? So Jules is apologizing publicly um, because she received a message from hannah and in that message hannah was saying how alex had raped her all right that alex had invited her to his place and then forcefully had sex with her and so um hannah sent jules screenshot messages what allegedly were screenshot messages of her conversation with alex where she's confronting alex of how could you do this to me xyz so jules takes the screenshot messages and guess what she does she goes to social media with it and then starts dragging alex calling him a rapist calling him this calling him names of course what does social media do everybody gets in there alex you're a rapist call the police this 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 so what happens alex is lucky he's one of these people who comes from a very influential family here in nigeria so he gets a lawyer luckily for alex he also has proof that on the said night that hannah said this happened he wasn't even in the country he has his flight tickets he has everything and then his lawyer sends all this information and lots lots more evidence to obviously refute what hannah had said happened and then as things go on it was then discovered that this um screenshot messages that hannah had sent to jules were actually um what's the word uh, fake altered you know distorted it wasn't a real thing oh my goodness so 
obviously jules being afraid for her life begins to apologize afraid for her life in the sense of she could get sued she you know this is like real business this is a young man you have tarnished his reputation everybody on social media has called this man a rapist as far as they are concerned his relationships you don't know what you have done with that his business connections you don't know what you've done with that and she's like oh i'm so sorry i didn't know i didn't know obviously people are like drag her that <laughs> you know like sorry for yourself you <laughs> are going to pay for this you know so it's it's very damning like you don't just go and put stuff on social media like i don't understand why people do it right now um we have um there's a like i think he's a former minister or something and he's going through some issues with his his one of his wives and they're going through they're fighting in court for custody of the children and divorce and all and all the mess of it is all on social media this one goes on social media and says you're this you're that you're that the other one goes and says you're this you're that you're that Oh, and I'm just asking myself, and again, you have people, we don't know the details of this. We don't know who is lying, who is telling the truth. We don't know, but people are taking sides. People who don't even know the, not even just that we don't know the the real gist of this, but we don't even know these people. What we know of them, of course, again, is the image, the show on social media. And so maybe people are supporting the one who has the cleanest image. People are supporting the one who they like, you know, whatever that is, but it just goes to show this is wrong as far as i'm concerned i don't know why people do this i don't know so i kept asking myself why do people do this and i knew that if i wanted to really get to get an answer right as to why people do this google is my best friend right people someone have written something about it someone may have done some sort of research on this and i was not disappointed uh so i came across a very interesting article that i would like to read okay so this article um like I said, really in, insightful, I would say, and I think you'll find it as well. So it starts off by saying, way back in the day, in 2004 to be precise, Ridings and Geffen found that people participate in virtual communities for six reasons. Number one, exchange of information, to obtain and transfer information about a topic. Number two, for social support, obtain and give emotional support. Number three, friendship, to make friends. Number four reason was recreation for entertainment. Number five, common interest, their love for the topic, their love for the community. And then final is technical, okay? So technical features in the community. And um, these are all the reasons that were found that people engage in, you know, online banter, conversation, groups, and all of that. The author goes further to say that people okay so i'll just paraphrase this part so basically he's saying that people continue to ask this question why why do people put their business out there obviously it doesn't say business because it's a professional article um but it just says why do people do this what do they get out of it and then it goes on to say that researchers at harvard university have begun to fill this gap you know finding out the reason disclosing information and so this is the reason they say disclosing information about ourselves is 
shown to be very rewarding. The study was completed in two parts. First, participants were hooked up to an MRI machine and asked to answer questions about their own opinions and questions about other people's opinions while their brain activity was monitored. In the second part, the researchers explored how important it was to have an audience to the self-disclosure. So they also monitored what the people felt discussing about themselves when someone was there to listen to them discussing about themselves. The research found that the brain regions associated with reward, and it goes on to say this medical thing, I'm not going to embarrass myself and say it, um, were strongly engaged when people were talking about themselves and less engaged when they were talking about someone else. So they were lot, they were happier. People are happier just talking about themselves right and it says to put this into context so the author helps people like us who don't really understand some of the medical things that he goes on to say he says to put that into context the researchers found that the act of disclosing information about ourselves activates the same sensation of pleasure in the brain that we get from eating food receiving money or having sex all right so it's that is why people do this there is this pleasure that is instantly activated when we do these things then he goes on to say the author goes on to say that we are very motivated to share our thoughts and lives with others and he says i suppose it's the same offline we share our lives and thoughts with friends the difference is the number of people we can reach with that thought on social media and the fact that it is written down in a picture audio or video either way he concludes we share because we receive pleasure rewards so that's why people do this that's why people do this it gives them pleasure right think of your favorite food that when you're eating that food i know someone who when she's eating she starts singing like just humming you know so it just imagine that's what happens to these people when they're doing this and maybe that's what even happens to me when i'm sharing my own little thing i mean i don't go into personal private stuff like i don't do that offline i don't do that online you know i'm very careful about minding my business and guarding my business right but i guess to an extent one can say that you know yeah even just little things you put out there like for my birthday for example um i went to a studio some days before and i took some pictures and um i really wanted to share like i wanted to share with my family i was so excited and then eventually i was able to when you know the pictures were sent to me by the photographer and then i don't really put pictures of myself on social media anyway very far and few between and i felt okay these pictures are really nice um i'll put that out there I, you know so i put that on my instagram i changed some of my um display pictures for i think it was just for instagram and linkedin i did that my twitter was just still the same not something as glamorous as <laughs> as the pictures i took but the point i'm making is maybe there's some sort of pleasure i was also getting from people liking the pictures on facebook and liking the picture on instagram so i think we're all in the same boat but i but when people cross over to oversharing um I think that's where I have personally an issue just because of my own boundaries. And so I wanted to ask another question because I started this podcast asking a question, sorry, this episode asking a question about how you handle like disputes. So do you think you're an oversharer? 
and for those who are wondering like what does it mean what do you mean by oversharing so basically an oversharer is someone who just you know shares almost every and anything basically but I, I have something more specific than that okay so i went again to my best friend google i came across lots of articles and um they gave five more than five but i picked this five and i said i'm going to pose these examples to you because i said these are examples of what oversharers do on social media and um so if you identify with majority of what i'm going to say in the next second or uh, you identify with all of it, then I think you're an oversharer, and and then we can talk about stuff, right? Okay, so let's go. So number one, an oversharer posts intimate details about their relationships, their friendships, their family matters, or personal drama, right? Every single thing is an opportunity to sob someone, to you know, to say your business. Like social media is just your therapy. All right, that is an oversharer. Okay, the second thing, using social media as a soapbox or a way to vent your emotions. Um, checking in to everywhere you go was number three. So that's basically, I think that's for Facebook in particular, where you just say uh, Noma was at Crafts World or Noma was at Argos or Noma was at, you know, those of us in Nigeria, Noma was at uh, Balogu Supermarket or something like that. You know, you just... Or wherever you are you're just putting it out there for everybody to see like this is where i am this is what i'm doing this is what's happening with me right now okay the next thing is sharing too much info um about or photos of your children and people do do this tend to do this a lot and i get it you know we love our kids our kids are special they're dear to us um but i was surprised to actually see in this article that there can be such a thing as sharing too much photos of your kids because um, I don't think like people who do this I don't think they think that there's such a thing but it was interesting for me to actually see that you know that is also categorized as um, you know you can cross the line into oversharing with this one um, and then the last one I picked like I said they had more than five but the last one I picked is regularly posting your meals you know so I had this for lunch I'm having this for breakfast you know you snap your cup of coffee um, it looks so good you, you know you just want to snap your food because you think it's so good and then you share it you know so that, those are the things right so these are the five things they say this is how you can identify someone who overshares on social media and i remember i came across a story of a little a girl i think this happened in australia a while back and she she sued her parents when she became of age um she her issue was that her parents were had you know all her milestones her parents were constantly like putting it up onto facebook you know the first time she used the potty her walking and when she was like 18 or 21 she sued her parents for you know her privacy like they just put up her business out there they didn't ask for her consent and blah 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 and all the legal things and it actually went to court i don't know how that panned out because this was like i think four or five years ago and unfortunately i didn't follow it up to see but that could be an issue you know even for your child like nobody knows how their child is going to turn up <laughs> you know nobody knows what you know what i mean we all pray that we have kids that turn out great and are civil and cool-headed but you can't predict i'm sure when those parents were putting up those pictures they were ooing and eyeing over it and they never for a second thought that this 
beautiful baby was going to have an issue with them having all videos of her in her diapers and videos of her using her, the potty and things like that which she then felt you know you have breached my privacy and i'm going to sue you so like i said you know you just can't like that story you just can't tell Sometimes you can't tell when you're going too far and then there are actually moments where you can tell you're going too far. And that is what I want to talk about. How do you know you're going too far? All right. And I've said that I've, I've given like the examples that we're giving. And now I want to read something else I came across and it says, here are a few reasons to make sure you're not oversharing. And I hope you're taking notes because like I, you know, this is a getting a bit academic, but I had to, I didn't just want to come here and talk, 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 like what I think, what I think, what I think, what I think. I also wanted to like say, okay, this is also what I've researched. And, you know, these are the facts. These are the figures. These are the reasons. And I'm not just talking off of my head. Right. So it starts off by saying reasons to make sure you're not oversharing. Number one, it can be unhealthy. And the author goes on to talk about social comparison, saying that when we are heavily involved in social media, um, we're playing a game where we compare our lives to others. And, it, and of course, we know, you know, depression then sets in, you know, we become jealous because we're seeing people having the best vacations and the best buddies and, and all of that, you know, so it can be unhealthy oversharing because you just, you lose sight of your life or not even just that you lose sight of your life, I think you become obsessed with catching up with other people, all right? You just, you want to show other people that you're living it up as well, and then what happens is that you start crossing boundaries where things you shouldn't even be sharing. You know, like the other day, I was just scrolling through Instagram, and I was I just came across this video of, I don't know if they are married, but this um, guy and this girl just, like, making out, like, just they were just recording themselves, filming themselves, like, making out very explicitly and i was like why why and then the girl was actually like you know looking at the camera a bit and then blushing and i'm like no right so that's unhealthy okay that's just you're probably they're doing that because they just wanted to show people that oh we're so loved up as well for whatever reason maybe something they also saw on social media and now they've, as far as i'm concerned they've crossed the line and they're making out for all of us to see all right so the second reason um, is that it can lead to security problems. Um, so the article goes on to say that sites like Facebook have often been called a stalker's paradise, you know, where if someone really wants to know something about you, you know, basically they can just track you down the whole checking in here i'm here i'm there and you know i live here you know i'm this i'm that you know you have to be careful about that there have been so many so many so many stories abound on you know facebook and things just getting really messy i remember um I don't know if it was a child or if it was like a, mo a much more mature adult, but this person, I can't remember it correctly because this was a while back, but this person, t you know, took a picture of like, he had just made like some dollars, like big money. And so he was like posing with the dollars in front of his house or something like that. And then unfortunately, whoever took that picture of him also captured his house number in the background, right? And they uploaded it on Facebook. You know, it's always good to show yourself with your chains and your bling bling and all of that. And the next thing was that this person was, 
you know was murdered this young man was just people he was robbed and then killed in the process so you just have to be careful the kind of details you're sharing the kind of pictures pictures that show the location of your child's school you know you're taking pictures of your child's school uniform and there are some schools especially in nigeria that wear specific uniform so just doing that alone if someone wants to get to your child and know the kind of school your child is going to you've just given them access so you have to really be careful you have to take responsibility um and then finally it says it can hurt your reputation and the author says if you say the wrong thing without thinking it can have huge consequences you know and this guy goes on to say enough said like i don't need to say more than that you know so that is and and we see that isn't it we see people who just just talk off the top of their heads just say whatever it is they like and i remember there was this story of this lady i think this was in 2019 a nigerian lady and she was very big on just you know fighting the cause of you know this thing where people say men are scum type of thing and she was like one of those people who go on and on about things like that and it turned out that she was actually married but she never came out right to say like she never act she never showed that part of her life and people were offended because they're like why are you there's nothing wrong in you being married and saying men are scum i guess that's fine you know that's you talking from your own experience maybe with the man you're married to as well but you know just her keeping that part of her life so you know private and just presenting herself on social media like she was a single person and she had said so many so many things that once it came out that she actually was married so many things didn't connect and so i even found that even people who had liked her and were praising her and were following her all of a sudden started you know calling her out on it i mean she had some other issues you know going on at that time but i know that most of the people i talked to not that they knew her but who followed her passionately were like they just felt really betrayed like how dare you you know we we thought you were one of us whatever that means and it turns out that you know you why you why didn't you just come out rightly to say this is who i am but i still think this way about men you know for whatever reason um so yeah so we just have to be careful the kind of things we put out there um reputations get spoilt just like that it gets ruined i i mean i just can't remember them right now on the spot but i've come across so many people who have said some things and it ended their career um just like that you know they trended for all the wrong reasons as we say you just trended for all the wrong reasons so if you think you're an oversharer if you think um oh my gosh i've you know i've posted pictures of my kids in your school uniform i've posted myself and my partner like really making out explicitly <laughs> you know um i post pictures of you know what i'm eating morning noon and night what do i do um so this author is kind enough to tell us what how to avoid oversharing you know so he starts off by saying don't post when you're angry i mean that just makes sense right don't 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 do it you know don't do it you know let someone take that phone from you walk away do not post when you're angry and i think this actually works for me i've had moments where like somebody has like maybe upset me or said something that i have found really annoying 
and sometimes not all the time but sometimes i find myself wanting to go on twitter and maybe i found you know because i like quotes right sometimes i i hoard them on my phone i just go screen grabbing quotes left and right and then i go looking for a quote that perfectly depicts what it is i'm feeling and then after a while i'm like no this doesn't make sense no don't you know don't do it but the people who go they're not quotes it's just going out rightly to just say at so 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 you are mad (laughs) you know and so don't do it when you're angry do not do it and i think i'll even add even when you're overtly happy because sometimes you can be so happy about something and then we post it and then um you know we regret that we posted it so let's let's be let's not post things based on emotions right let's calm down whether it's joy or it's anger let's calm down and if when we're calmed down we still want to put something i think in that calming state we will not put anything that will be damning and anything because the internet never never forgets you know you have things where you have posted um a tweet you have put up a picture you have done a video and then all of a sudden you're no longer that angry or all of a sudden you feel like oh my goodness this happiness made me like say too much and you want to take it down and someone has already screen grabbed it someone has already you know pocketed it somewhere and is is either sharing it or just keeping it for when they want to use it against you sometime in the future so don't do anything social media related when you're angry when you're happy just get into a neutral state and if you still feel like saying something then you can say something and i'm sure you're not going to be trending for the wrong reasons eventually um the second reason or the second um point the author gives in terms of to avoid oversharing he says be selective and he says before you post anything on social media take some time to decide if posting is really a good idea use your best judgment to select what info you share on social media decide whether it's too personal private or controversial to post also ask yourself could someone use this information against me hello i always ask myself this could someone use this against me you know and i think it's also something that you should just think have a bigger picture for your life like where you are right now is not where you're going to be forever where you are right now is not where you're going to be for it. Like one of the things that um, my friend and I were talking about last night and she was saying to me that, you know, one of the things that people don't know is, and I'm just going to paraphrase it because we're talking about something else. And she was like, one of the things people don't know is you cannot, that you are here today does not mean that you you may not be in this other place tomorrow. And we were talking about that in the context of, you know, when you're making fun of people or you're mocking people just because of a particular situation they're in, there's nothing that guarantees that, you yourself will not find yourself either in the exact same situation or something similar and i think that's even where somewhere in the bible as well where we are encouraged or we are instructed not to even laugh at our enemies when things start going bad for them and that you know oh yes god has gotten you like don't even start doing that don't start gloating at their pain you know so let's so always think can someone use this against me later you know um so let's let's be careful let's let's ask ourselves questions questions before we post things i do this a lot i always ask myself questions like is this really necessary like can't i just go and eat food (laughs) like you know since it's the same pleasure from food and from putting myself out there can't i just go and eat food or get somebody to give me money or give money to myself (laughs) you know so yeah so let's be very selective and then finally the author says remember the social media isn't your life or anyone 
else's and i wish i had like this african-american aunties that start dancing dancing in the church because you have just said something very powerful like this is what we think we think that everything we see on social media is like who i remember when i put up my pic the picture that i said i took for my birthday and i was you know the way people were like oh you're looking gorgeous looking gorgeous and i was looking at the comments you know and the likes and i was just smiling to myself and i was like oh my goodness if you know what i have walked through to get to that this picture i mean you would not you'll be like um yeah looking good is nice but i don't think i want to walk through those same things you just walk through you know so it's you just see the picture you just see the finished glamorous thing but you're not seeing the process and also isn't that picture is not the end it's after that picture there's still a life to continue living there's still processes to continue going through so but we don't see that if this, if that was someone else's picture i'll be like oh this person is so beautiful and probably she has such a perfect life and everything just working out for her and is but she she's gone through a process to get there and she's still going to go through a process once she gets up of that chair that she was sitting on in that picture there's still a lot of life to live so let's be mindful of that it's so, people what you see on social media is not the real thing. It's not the real thing. I mean, I came across, um, I think it was the beginning of the year, and someone put this news of someone who, unfortunately and sadly, um, committed suicide. And his pictures were of him, the picture that was going around was of him smiling. He was in a party. He was, you know... This was someone with a social life. And as far as we're concerned, he was very good looking, like a very good looking, like tall, dark, handsome kind of good looking. But he, he, he committed suicide. And so that goes to just show that what we see on social media is not always true. You see couples who are looking so happy and that they take the most amazing pictures, but you won't want to spend one day in their house, just being in their company because it's so toxic. Or maybe they don't even act like the other person exists just to keep things sane so let's just be careful like how we 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 see this social media thing um and i think i'll just close here and i'll just say look um like i started off saying what brought me to the social media palaver thing was just you know carry on kirk franklin's son and just the mess he did and you know kirk franklin has been going on damage control interview after interview um, and I really feel, I really feel sad for him and I, I really pray for him because that kind of betrayal, even coming from your son, it could be very hard to forgive. Um, and I really pray that God will bring him to that place where he can forgive his son because it's, it's quite big. I'm having a private conversation with you in my most vulnerable moment and you're recording it. And not only are you recording it, you're putting it out there. Um, it's, it's sad, you know, it's sad, it's painful. So I really hope and pray for Kirk that he can forgive Carrion. And I, I, I also hope that Carrion can grow up because that is just juvenile behavior to do that sort of thing. Um, at 33, you shouldn't have time for like, that's just, I'm sorry to say, but that's just, that's just childish as far as I'm concerned. And to do that to your own family, um, I don't know maybe maybe there's a there, there are certain scenarios that justify this type of thing but i don't think this scenario actually justifies this 
Um, so I just wanted to share that with you guys, you know, the oversharers out there. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's not too late to change. It's not too late to retrace your steps. Um, I hope I've been able to share some really insightful things with you. And, um, yeah, this has been fun. Um, and before I go, I just want to say, please, please, please remember you could follow me on Twitter at Tisjoni Moore. Um, that's at, right? And then that's T-I-S-C-H-I-O-N-I-M-O-O-R-E, one word. And you can also send me an email at transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Transitionpodcast2020 at gmail.com. All right. So let's connect on there. Let's talk. You know, let's, like I kept saying in season one, you know, I kept saying, like, let's build a community. I really want to build a community from this. Um, I have a bigger picture for what I'm doing right now. And I hope you can encourage me by, you know, reaching out to me and saying hi and telling me what you love about this and telling me what you don't love. Like, don't go on social media and ask me and be like, artist you anymore. You don't make sense. Like, talk to me. Talk to me in the social one-on-one, right? Um, so until next time. Uh, have a great week have a great month um enjoy your easter break we're heading towards easter and um i'll see you in the next one bye